0: what is up welcome back to the third episode of the e exchange podcast the show where we talk about electric skateboards m boards e-skate events stuff like that uh, today i am joined with jacob he is the co-owner of board bumpers so and ali He is our media guy here at Mboards. He handles pretty much all of our social media and content creation, stuff like that. Um, So we kind of switched seats today. We're trying to figure out, you know, for the podcast, what works, what doesn't, what we like. I felt like my shot was very boring last time. It was just a white wall. So I wanted to give myself a little bit of a nicer background. So hopefully it looks better. Um, So, yeah, we're kind of just messing around, trying to figure out what works and not. So, you know, bear with us while we try to figure it out. Our first couple episodes of the podcast might be a little different here and there but you yeah know let what? us know
1: which one you guys like so far
0: yeah the uh, viewer feedback would be very 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 appreciated right now especially in the early stages so okay so to kick things off for the podcast I have a like I said last week um, I'm gonna try to update you guys about the convention every week as long as there are updates so a quick little mini update uh, we are so we're doing our as you guys know we're doing our trade show on Saturday and we're doing our race day on Sunday so yep. we're trying to, right now I'm in talks with someone who will potentially do be planning our race for us. Instead of me doing it, we'll have someone who's actually had race experience do it, so that way it's a much better event overall. Wow. I think that was a, a better move, because I can admit I've never done a race before. I feel like maybe this isn't the job for me, so I'm gonna yeah. kind of give it to somebody else. I have a phone call, I think, tomorrow. Um, I'm not gonna name names or anything yet, because I don't know if it's gonna be confirmed Secrets. yet, but, but we are going to give it to somebody partner with someone who knows how to do races and make sure the race is a better event than I could plan myself.
2: Yeah. It, it did appear that the uh, race was a lot to uh, go into. Um, that's definitely. a lot of organizing. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. a lot. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, and, and I figured that I figured it was gonna be a lot of, a big task to do. So I want to make sure I can, I can really focus on like the trade show aspect of it, the overall general picture of everything, and then try to delegate these important tasks to different people.
2: I'm excited. I definitely want to partake in the race as well.
1: I yeah, think. it sounds like we get to now.
2: Now we have time. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, now. I like it. <laughs> right. So, yeah.
0: So, that was our mini update. I don't want to go too much into it because there's not a ton to report, but that is our intentions with the convention moving forward. Cool. Um, and then I do want to go, I do want to talk about, um, I actually want to revisit our first episode for really quick. If you guys haven't watched the first episode, it's pretty much Mboard's entire story, our, our journey through getting the company up, up, it off the ground, the struggles we've had, the stuff people say about us online, stuff like that. Um, we had a viewer watch our entire podcast and then actually email us like a two page report or paper about all the feedback she had for us. So her name is Quinn. She's lives in Texas, I believe. Hey Quinn. Hey, hey. so she sent us back. So she's a, a customer of ours. She's purchased with us before. And so her overall thoughts were her order came quickly. She actually Good. had a problem with her order. Not a problem with us, but she accidentally ordered something that she didn't mean to. She needed to make some a, a corrections before it went out. Our customer service was able to do that for her. And then we shipped it all to her, no problem. But she did have a few things that she wanted to say. Um, some of our descriptions were lacking a few different pieces of information. So she emailed me a, a whole list of things that I, th- like a pieces of information she wishes that were on our products. So we've now updated a bunch of different things about that, like do some that. constructive yeah. feedback. Yeah, so definitely constructive Uh, feedback. This is the feedback that we're actually looking for. Like, talking shit online doesn't help anybody. But this email was very, very well written, and she took the time. No one asked her to do this. She just felt the need that she wanted to help, and she definitely helped. So there were a bunch of different things, um, you know, a couple different pieces of information or descriptions that weren't quite updated or weren't quite there. Like, for example, she was trying to set up, like, a VX2 Pro remote Mm -hmm. with our motors, but in our descriptions for whatever reason we never had the pole pairs listed so she needed to know how many pole oh, pairs yeah. were in the motor to actually get the correct data off the right. of remote yep. so something i just i just me i just know that it's seven but seven pole pairs 14 poles right I, people don't know that no that's they, nece- they don't know that necessarily right away so yeah, that's something
2: yeah. we were we were missing yeah that, yeah that is definitely helpful and important
0: absolutely so um, I just wanted to bring that up, say thank you guys, and actually at this point, I wanted to, um, I think it was a good idea, I or it kind of gave you an idea to actually add a feedback page to our website, so anybody who shops with us or is on our website can actually have a dedicated place to submit, like, screenshots, or they can just type about type out, you know, any concerns they have or anything like that, you know, they can, if they have any complaints about particular products or anything like that, they can actually submit it to our website and we can actually read it. and. And try to make those adjustments so um so i know that we're probably inviting some like trolls to like fill out our (laughs) our our form online and hey we know whatever is what it is but i just wanted to kind of give quinn a shout out and and thank her for her amazing email and
2: then try to keep us on track and getting us getting our website to be in a better spot super cool anyways it's definitely great when uh, people take the time to do that you know we uh, can't grow unless we get some type of feedback right
0: right exactly that that's kind of our thoughts so Anyways, so I wanted to bring that up and want to give her a shout out because it's been super helpful and anyone else who maybe has feedback for us, we welcome it. Constructive criticism is always helpful. Um, always will. Constructive, keyword constructive. Keyword, yeah. yes. In caps. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, I think that's all I wanted to say for that one. But um, anyway, I just wanted to say thank you to her. And our first like official topic of the day, I I did want to talk about COVID because, you know, we haven't talked about that enough for the last two years. (sighs) Um, But I wanted to talk about it because it's been affecting obviously all industries, but I wanted to kind of shed some light on how it's been affecting the Eastgate community, how it's affected M boards, because you two have probably been experiencing it. Oh, yeah. Experiencing yep. issues
2: in the Eastgate community just because of COVID, directly. Oh, yeah, that's actually how I even got into Eastgate was from well, not from COVID, but due to the whole pandemic. You know, during lockdown, um, I'm an you know I'm an avid snowboarder, mm-hmm. and of course during the the summer season, uh, I I usually fly and chase the snow, uh, but with the whole pandemic and being locked down, I was actually unable to even chase the snow or even travel anywhere. Um, so because of the whole pandemic that's how I even got into e-skate. I was looking for something to kind of just do, also ride and kind of shred the uh, imaginary gnar. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, e-skate came up. Or actually it was just longboarding that really came up and then uh, I think I uh, just kept browsing deeper and deeper into the internet and then something came up about electric skateboards and then yeah, the rest was history. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah,
0: so absolutely. So if you can't snowboard Electric skateboard yeah, for right, right now, yeah. For now, exactly. I know you're still counting down the days oh, to snowfall, man. though.
2: One month and 13 days. There we go. Yeah, who's <laughs> counting?
0: Exactly. Right. So, so anyway, so that's so. Covid did something, I guess, good for you. I guess a little bit because yeah. it brought you to a whole new sport that you never maybe would have tried otherwise. I don't think we would have met. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, Honestly, we probably wouldn't have met, me probably you probably wouldn't be working here had no. there not been covid.
2: So, that's I mean, how, there's that always first ride too. Was that yeah. night that first ride? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you took me on my very first ride. I came back straight from a flight. Right off the flight, came straight to the park yeah, that we were meeting yeah. up, and um, with the summerboard guys. Yeah, yeah, it was a group ride. Very first yep. time, even being on electric skateboard, and it was a group ride. Luckily, I was so able was to cool. hang on and uh, keep up.
1: You didn't even tell me either. He played yeah. it off like he had done this, no oh, big yeah. deal. Yeah, he he had a board at home, no big deal. But didn't tell me he was building it. It was in a million pieces. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, here you go. Here's a two thousand dollar board to top on. Let's go have fun. And we bombed down this hill. It's uh, <laughs> at the top of uh, like Summerlin in Vegas. <laughs> bombed down it with the summer with the summerboard guys, and uh, oh, we yeah. get down to the bottom. He's like, wow, that was the coolest thing ever. I've never done that. It's kind of like, oh man. But what? Yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs>
2: Luckily, I didn't fall. Yeah, yeah sure. and uh, nope. it was no a great crash. time.
0: All right. Well, uh, yeah. So, that so cool. COVID has definitely brought. So it brought you to a new sport. Have you experienced yeah. any anything maybe negative with COVID in the Eastgate community? Yeah. So firsthand,
1: I, I think. Uh, well, me personally, or or sure. just overall.
2: So, were you um, into Eastgate before the pandemic? A,
1: a little bit, not not so much as my timing was was spread out a little more. So I was traveling a lot for work. Whenever I was gone, I wanted to be riding. Whenever I was home, I, I was busy, so it was it was kind of tough. When, unfortunately, I lost my job, I started yeah. riding every day. Every day, I, I sold my car, I bought an extra board, and decided that everywhere I was going to go was going to be on an electric skateboard. So oh. that doesn't always pan out. There's certain places you just can't get to in a, in a town as big as Vegas, but I definitely ride it every day, anytime I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's, really it's, cool.
0: Yeah, so, uh, um, so overall, I feel like there's always a silver lining in everything. I don't want to say that there's so much positive that came out of COVID because there's really not a ton, mostly bad. But um, I think COVID has brought this sport to a lot of new people who otherwise potentially would never have Definitely. done anything about it. So um, but anyway, I do want to talk about like how it's negatively impacted the industry, because right. I think that's obviously it's more juicy of of content here because people like to talk about negative things, I guess, but <laughs> the no, drama, the drama, T-J. yes, of course, the tea <laughs> and all that. So, um, so i firsthand as a, as a shop owner, I can tell you that we started experiencing problems as early as like the end of 2019. So like everyone always says 2020 was like a bad year, but that's cause when COVID really started hitting America, but COVID started hitting obviously China before us. So they started dealing with it like November of 2019. Yep and so i remember like black friday we had just blown out so much of our stuff like black friday is a big like pretty much the only sale we do all year long so we had just pretty much sold off like so much of our inventory and then we're trying to get more obviously and they're all shut down they're all at home they're chilling and you know they're trying to deal with deal with it the way they dealt with it and they're all at home and i'm just like well great like there's so much for that yeah so like there's just no way of getting inventory so like and before COVID was here, I feel like our customers didn't didn't really understand or respect the idea that COVID existed yet because right. it we, we didn't deal with it. It wasn't a problem yet. Um, you know, in the general sense, it was a problem, just not for us yet kind of deal. So like when we couldn't get an in inventory, people were giving us a hard time because they didn't understand it. But now obviously everybody gets it now. So but Mike
1: started it all. That's that's yeah. he started. all. <laughs> yeah, you this. can blame me. Yeah. Right. There'll be a new
0: Reddit, a new Reddit page about Mike starting COVID or something. (laughs) Great. No, um, no, but it was interesting though, because we were dealing with it. Like, I mean, me and I'm sure a lot of other industries, but still I know firsthand that like we were dealing with it, um, in 2019. So that was interesting. And then when it started unfolding here in 2020, um, well actually China got back to working pretty quick. So like we only had to deal with like a month or two, maybe three months of like, you know, lack of communication and lack of like, um, being able to get inventory but once we started getting inventory and again 2020 actually shaped out to be a really good year for electric skateboard companies in general like 2020 for us was a very very good year mostly because everybody wanted to go outside so that was awesome like i was super stoked to see that people wanted to do something with their time off with you know there's no school or anything so so many new kids got into electric skateboards i mean obviously the the vast majority of uh, the vast majority of the e-skate community seems to be adults at this point. Yeah. So, like, a lot of guys are out of work, um, so they were all out skating. Like you said, you were out skating. So, like... And then also the stimulus checks all rolled oh, around. Oh, the stimulus 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 checks. The so, stimmies. like, I'm curious to see if you if you purchase anything... Like, Did you guys buy anything electric skateboard-related with your stimulus checks?
2: Guilty. Oh, no, you did? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> well, we received two stimulus checks, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Depends. <laughs> it depends who you are, but yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, um... Luckily, we were my family. were able to receive two. Um, guilty, yes. I spent <laughs> at, at least fifty percent of my first one yeah. on e skate parts, and my nice. wife uh, practically killed me. Oh, that's <laughs> I mean, I put I put my second six
0: hundred dollar check into Doge at like oh man at like the absolute high. How's Does that, that work? work out for you? How, yeah, how's that work yeah. out? Yeah, so <laughs> I I put six hundred dollars wow. into Doge, and I have like three hundred dollars in right now at yeah. the high. So I've like lost half of that already. I'm like whatever, it doesn't really matter. It was like extra money that I. It was fun. It was extra money that I wasn't gonna have, like I was never planning on getting. So I was right. like, "Ah, well, let's yeah. do something like risky funny with it, risky with <laughs> it, like whatever." But anyways, um, yeah, Jakey, what about you? I, yeah. I don't, I don't even remember honestly. I
1: don't oh, know man. what we did with it. That probably means my wife got four checks and I got none. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, no, that's yeah, how you know he spends all of it. It's just out of sight, out of mind now. Yeah, maybe it was that <laughs> other account or something. <laughs> yeah, I
0: feel you. Yeah. So, um, so I feel like. Every electric skateboard company has done, has done really well for themselves in 2020, just because everybody wanted to go outside. Um, now in 2021, I think we're finally feeling that fallout of the COVID-related problems. So like yeah. originally, the at the right in the beginning, we all had problems because our regular suppliers weren't supplying anymore. Now we're back to regular supply being no no problems. Also mixed in there, um, when everybody did come back to work, there were some major major like delays with the shipping because all this product was all finally getting released again, all at one time. And there were not enough planes and boats to go around. So there was massive delays there. Product was done, ready to go, but there was no one there to take it to us or anything. So well, there was no- uh, Price hikes probably. Yeah, price hikes were yeah. insane, like for shipping. Shipping costs were absolutely insane because the demand was super high because no one had shipped anything for months. Yeah. So now we're back on track. So that's now we're through 2020, we're back on track. Everyone's back to work. Shipping rates are now reasonable again. And now we're finally feeling the fallout of part shortages because you know, the world had these massive stockpiles of chips and battery cells and just chilling. So then when production slowed down, um, in China or wherever, um, it wasn't that big of a deal yet because they still had these big stockpiles. They were continuing to ship the stock that they had, but now we've actually run through all of the, all of that now, all that backside. which is why now production can't keep up. Production's open again and it's running again, but like, Nobody can keep up with the demand that all these, you know, EV, like not just electric skateboards, I'm talking like electric vehicles, yep. like cars, which Mikes. use many, many, yeah. many more cells than electric skateboard does. But yeah. like still, um, the cells are very, very hard to get right now. Like Samsung 30 Q cells pretty much impossible to Gone. get on, which has actually forced our hand to upgrade to 40 T cells. One, because we can use less cells per pack and get an equivalent pack than we were before with 30 Q cells. Also, 21700 cells are like the new standard for electric right. skateboards. So, that was going to be an inevitable inevitable move, anyways. But still, there's still guys who still want the 30Qs or whatever reason. Why? Well, they used to be why, cheaper. Why do they want them? They, I don't know. They used to be cheaper. They're inferior cells all the way around. The 18650 30Qs are, are not great cells com- compared to the 21700 cells right. now. But they used to be really cheap. So, you could get like cells really cheap and get a pack really cheap that did pretty much did a pretty good job but now they're more expensive than the 40t so it doesn't make any sense so you to get them those, it makes yeah. no sense to use them anymore yeah. at all so those we might just see them totally phased out they're i don't superior. see i don't really see a use case why you would specifically go for a 30q instead of a 40t i'm not sure why you would do that i can't think of one like i don't see why i
1: mean unless you're modifying and with an older you know, motor controller or something. Sure. If you have an older Evolve or something with sure. the if original. You're, yeah, if you're,
0: if you're building, like, a, a replacement battery for something that used to use them, maybe, but still I would probably, you could usually just switch out your cells yeah. to something different. But anyways, so th- so cells are insane. You can't get those right now. And the other thing, uh, well, we're, we're able to get 40Ts. For whatever reason, I don't know why 40T, ba- 40T cells, P42As, those you can get right now. They're expensive, but you can get them.
2: It's c- probably because they know, like,
1: 40 Ts are better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have no. to think they're a little ahead of us sometimes. Right, right. Thinking so, about it at least. Right. Yeah.
0: And they might, and maybe the battery manufacturers realized, hey, these are the newer cells. These are like the top of the line. Let's focus on our big money here. Let's make the better cells. And now that they're that they, you can get them. They're still more expensive than they used to be. But again, there was a few months where I'd go to my battery manufacturer and go, hey, I need to order some some batteries. And they were like, No. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, no, there are no cells for you. I'm like, what do you mean? There's no cells? There's like, what do you mean, we literally, zero? we literally cannot find cells anywhere. Wow. I'm like, uh okay. Oh uh, well. How long is that gonna last? They're like, probably to the end of 2022. I'm like, uh, <laughs> so, I'm next like year. so I'm like, so I'm like, well, am I gonna see like half my business fall off, like oh, right man. now? Because I'm like, man, we sell a lot of batteries. Like that's yeah. a big chunk yeah. of our business. Thankfully. Thankfully we, we, we made some shifts. We went to, we skipped the, the 30 Q's. We went over to the 27, 700s. And like that was, we were able to find cells pretty quickly. Like there was still a month or two, like we just couldn't get them, but we're back on track now. Thankfully still more expensive than I hope, hope to be. I know our next batch of batteries that are coming in, our prices on our website will decrease. We're going to lower the price of nice. our batteries very soon because prices of prices of cells have gone down a little bit. So Sweet. I want to pass that on to our, our customers because the price of our batteries are a little bit high right now for sure. But anyways, so cells are in cra- are crazy, but those are kind of under control. I think they're trending back down to where they need to be. But ESCs and chips right yeah, now are, I think, are only going to get worse because, yeah. like, first of all, everybody needs these chips. It's not, there's Intel. nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. there's just all these chips that are, that are needed for electric car manufacturing, uh, like, anything. Every like, literally thing. anything. You're using all the same stuff. So... So, all right now, our problem is ESCs are just at astronomically high prices. Like, an exa- for an example, we were selling like we have our our just our version four Vesc, just a single motor Vesc, and we were selling them for like ninety nine bucks originally. Now we're selling them at like like I think one oh nine for a way smaller margin than they were before. So like, stuff's like doubling in price. Like yeah. our original, like we original like some of these ESCs that we were buying. We were, were paying now twice as much for them as we used to be. It's crazy. And then we haven't really changed the prices that much because it's like, yeah, it's not really yeah. fair for, like, everyone doesn't, like, I don't really want to do that. Like, I can't justify selling some of this stuff any more than we are now. Right. So right. it's just like, so our margins have gotten really squeezed in ESCs. Definitely. Again, not a problem. It is what it is. Like, it'll pass. I'm not really worried about it, but it is, it's definitely very, like, sometimes you, like, it was a certain point. Where we couldn't get ESCs made either. There were like no chips to get ESCs. Yeah,
2: the uh, the whole PCB shortage. Even like obviously Intel, big company, mm. they're experiencing it. Um, yeah. I read a, like a, a news report that they released, and uh, uh, you know they're trying to order so many of them. They're such a big company. Like even just that one company, Intel, trying to order mm. so many is going to put us so far well, back behind too. And with already the shortage that there is, it's going to be well. And one a other problem time. too is that like
0: you know, a PCB board or an ESC's got a hundred different small components on it. If you're, stack, if, triple you're, stack. Yeah, if you're missing just one of those one components, piece. you can't complete the project. So like oh, there's yeah. parking lots full of vehicles right now, full of cars that can't be sold because their infotainment center is not done because <laughs> they're missing like a chip on all those motherboards. So they just can't sell them. And so it's like, it's crazy. So it's like, the problem is we're fighting like us as a small company and, and the electric skateboard community as a small industry, considering the rest of the world, we're all fighting against like these you know, manu- n- massive manufacturers who are scooping these chips up at record right. rates.
1: Things have a lot of things always are happening behind the scenes with every company. So you, you do wonder what some of these bigger companies have gone through, you know, with these last years, huh, you've seen imagine. delayed releases of boards. Yeah. You've, you've heard about some very odd battery situations with some companies. And, and so you kind of wonder like what what did they actually have to deal with and, and what are they actually going through? or you know, did they have their own stockpiles and, you know, from two years ago and and that's just how far ahead they were. Right. Right. I yeah. That's yeah, a
0: good point. And now it's like, at what point do they want to just bring prices down? Because right now they right. know we'll all pay it. Right. So it's like, when <laughs> do those prices come down? Like right. like the lumber shortage, I believe, Literally is like ever. a completely manufactured shortage. Like yeah. they just decided, I don't know for sure, but I've, I've read it a couple of articles that like they were just slowly like... Letting the lumber out so that they could increase prices of lumber man like artificially, at least here in America, because there's not that many distributors here or whatever. Now, I, I don't have a source for that, so yeah. I don't know for sure. But anyways, I just read that. Forms. And, and I, yeah, I'd believe I, I would believe that, though, like take advantage yeah. of a bad situation type deal. But anyway, so covid has been kind of crazy. Um, that's kind of how it's affected us really mainly just batteries and ESCs nothing crazy i mean some shipping delays um but again everyone's dealt with it i'm not trying to sit here and like cry the blues over it because you know we, we're stronger because of it we figured out how to deal with it um i imagine escs are gonna get a little trickier coming up here real soon Probably. but but we'll figure it out we'll get there um anyways so yeah you guys have any input as far as covid goes and anything you guys maybe have learned through the process yeah. or maybe appreciate now that You know,
2: despite uh, how, you know, it's a very serious situation, definitely. Mm. Um, But I always try to look at the bright side. You know, of course, unfortunately, I've lost family members to COVID. Um, Rest in peace. But again, try to stay positive. I would have never met you guys. Um, I would never even been in the whole Eastgate community without Mm. the whole pandemic so right. you know there's something to kind of shine a bright light on
0: I, I always say there's always a silver lining in every situation yeah. you just have to find it you have to stay positive and find yeah. it so there's so there's silver linings as much as there's always i don't know what the opposite of silver lining is but <laughs> there's always yeah. there's always a you know a black cloud somewhere but if
1: you yeah, can yeah. find that silver lining it's it'll all work out so i think i think social media is taking a a big step oh, with for sure yeah with everything Definitely. that's going on in escape because that's really that's really a news source anymore yeah. to find out what these companies are doing you know what your favorite riders are, or or well, what new sure. parts are coming out because you know you, you can't just go into a store and see it that's right. you know the world of e-skate and retail e- even one wheel and retail it's it's still very yeah. small it's very yeah. small right. and you know it's tough to get inventory i dealt with that you know trying mm-hmm. to open my own shop um, it was it was very rough to get companies to commit you know, to small com- you know, to small people like me, it was just, it was going to be me and you, you know, running, yeah. running a business, me, me and Ali. And, and it was, you know, that was, that was hard for us. So.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, that thankfully, thankfully, like online businesses did really like, were not, I'm not going to say unaffected, but did much better than retail, obviously, yeah. um, over the last <laughs> yeah. little while, just because everyone was just shopping online on purpose. So, Thankfully, electric skateboard companies are almost exclusively online. Now there's there's some exceptions there, but like a lot of, especially the small businesses were all online, no one has shops really. Like there's obviously the bigger guys, they have their boards in shops and stuff like that, but, but mostly all of our sales are online. So thankfully that we had that going for us. But anyways, so. I so we'll move on to um we have a couple viewer submitted questions i don't want to i don't really want to talk about COVID anymore yeah like yes yeah, please enough. unless, unless <laughs> it's um unless the answer to the question is well we haven't done this because of that then maybe we'll talk then i'll it might come up again but i'd really rather not talk about it anymore i've been talking about it for two years and yeah. i'd <laughs> like to not talk about it anymore so it's positivity <laughs> let here let on out stop already i don't please. think anyone's <laughs> listening to this podcast so we can talk about the same drawn out oh, news man. over and over again so Back to a real Eastgate conversation. So, we, I I put a, a poll on Instagram. If you don't follow M Boards or Eastgate Exchange on Instagram, you absolutely should. That way, you can kind of contribute to the weekly podcast. We'll pretty much be asking your guys' opinion pretty much every week. So, if you follow us there, I'll put a link in the description and maybe it'll be here on the screen or something. Um,
1: right here. Right there. <laughs> there you
0: go. Perfect. Um, so, um, So anyways, I put a pull out on Instagram. I asked a few people's questions and I got some responses. So I'm going to ask a couple questions and get your guys'
2: opinion. Um, Ooh, let's have it. So um, I got
0: three questions here. The first one is from Matt and he asks, which do you prefer? Belt, hub, or direct drives? And what are your favorite wheels? So let's go to the first question first, the first part. Do you prefer belt, hub, or direct drives first? Ali? what's your What's your take on that?
2: Um. Well, I have ridden all three. I do have a board uh, for all three. Um, definitely uh, direct gears for sure. Oh, you're going direct gear. Like gear drives or Just direct drives? Direct drives. Oh, direct drives. Direct, right, direct drives. I'm sorry. I might be a little bit confused on the terminology. Okay, so here, here
0: for anyone who, who... Actually, great. This is a good point where if, if right. someone is lost here or doesn't know what we're talking about here, I will explain really quick. So... So belt drives are obviously, you got your motor mounted to your board and it runs your wheels with a series of pulleys and belts. Then we have hub motors, which hub motors are the motors that are like- Inside the wheel, right? Built inside the wheels. Right, okay. Then you got direct drives where the motor is, it's like hub motors, but the motor is is shifted down the hanger a little bit and then you put your own wheel on it. And then there's gear drives, which are relatively new-ish. They're not widely spread yet. Where you actually
2: have two gears that are physically touching each other inside a gearbox. Right. Um, Okay. Yeah. So I definitely uh, got the terminology a little bit mixed up. So uh, the direct gear or gear drives. The gear (laughs) drives. Excuse me. Excuse me. You're all good. (laughs) All right. I'm trying to keep up here. Uh, The the gear drives. (laughs) Um, So I know I've ridden one of those and I'm in the process of building one of those. And it was very quiet uh, for what it sounded like when Mm -hmm. I was riding it. And. appears to be less maintenance you know you don't have a belt that c- has to be replaced or right um size properly and whatnot uh, me personally uh, i do prefer the, the gear drives gear drives all right and then jacob do you have a
1: yeah i mean so i've i've predominantly only ridden on belt drives okay i've tried hubs i think once i, I hated mm. it yeah didn't, didn't like it at all maybe maybe rode 100 feet and kind of jumped off and I'd get me out of here well quick question so what
2: what didn't you like about the hubs I'm kind of curious I have uh, a I have a board with hubs but I rarely ride it
1: I'm, I think it was early on in my riding days and and riding downtown on the strip on on some mm. gnarly roads oh, I just yeah. I just wasn't into it at the time I was still fairly new to it so to just jump on something different with basically felt like a, a wooden cutting board <laughs> on on some roller skate wheels uh, yeah. I I wasn't into it at the time so you're
0: saying that the the actual comfort level of a hub motor was just not to your Liking a- at the time, yeah. Okay, that was the, the time, power. I have torque. not
1: been on one. I couldn't even tell you. Couldn't even tell you. Don't <laughs> even remember. I think I flushed that from my memory so fast. Yeah, so fast. So you're you're all right about that. The hub I motors, mean, yeah. I, I I would ask you guys tell me which ones I should ride. Yeah.
0: So hub motors are are the least
1: comfortable option of all
0: of the ones we're talking about right now. So like hub motors, you feel a lot more of those vibrations. the The torque is not, and acceleration is not as good as as in which all the other options. So my opinion. Here's my so opinion. So stay if, if away. You actually. So okay. <laughs> no. Here's what I'll say though. They are the cheapest option though. Okay. So if we're trying are like build. Yeah. So here's here's my my uh, opinion on which one I prefer. I prefer the ability to isolate as many components as I can in case I need to either want to upgrade them or change them or maybe something breaks and I need to replace it. Right. With the gear drives, they're very nice. But they all have, I w- I'm going to call them proprietary parts based on your manufacturer. That is true. You have to get the right motor, cu- like the right, like this, the correct seals. Yeah. All the different bearings are pressed in these custom. Everything's custom about it. So if anything breaks, now, now they're very durable, but if anything yeah. does break, you do have to go to that manufacturer to get another one. Yes,
2: there isn't really much. I don't think I've seen any type of universal gear drive no. out there. I think yeah. it is all proprietary. And
0: gear drives, again, very nice, but they're all made by pretty much small businesses. There's mm-hmm. nobody yeah. real. I mean, there's a few. Like I think Lacroix hat makes some, but they're very, very. And then here's another thing: they're very, very expensive. <gasps> they are the most expensive some gear drives. Gear drives yeah. are very, very expensive right now. Now they'll ever like always. They'll all come down. Direct drives when they first yeah. came out very expensive. Now they're pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so i prefer belt drives because i like to be able to get to every single component that i can swap it out uh, upgrade it and that way no matter what i know some company out there is going to have a part i'm looking for yeah it might yeah. take it might take a little bit of digging to find like the exact gearing i want or whatever but i know i can find two pulleys a belt and motor mount that will work for me it's sure. diy blood you that's got. The, right that's yeah. the diy part of me that's the <laughs> that's the me fielding a thousand emails a year of people who have broken stuff that the company doesn't exist anymore and i have to tell them like sucks like yeah, there's yep. nothing that they can do so my opinion would be belt drives just because i i don't mind the belts i think i'd snap a belt once a year yeah i don't really care that much they're they're cheap enough where is what it is i actually haven't snapped a, i mean i haven't ridden as much as i would like to so i actually haven't snapped a belt in a while but
2: have you snapped a belt jacob
1: I haven't snapped. I've you never, never stopped. Snapped I change my stuff up all the a lot. Time. Okay, so, const- you're, so you're constantly you're very something good at that. I have a, a drawers and drawers of belts and okay. gears oh, and man. wheels. I
2: and beat and abuse all my things, my board. Yeah. You probably don't want to look at it right now. Uh, but luckily it hasn't snapped. Okay. So, yeah. But so, I am a pretty uh, light dude, though. I don't weigh too much, so. So
0: you take really i have been doing all the maintenance on it. <laughs> so. Yeah, so you so you are a very you're really into maintenance. You keep track, like you keep your boards in I, good I enjoy condition.
1: probably every 3 rides I completely take it apart. Drink a few beers, hang out on a, oh, on yeah. a you know, Sunday a night or something. Thing. Yeah, and, and just kind of you know chill out for a little bit and th- listen to some tunes. Yeah. Next thing I know, you know, come Monday morning, I got a fresh, squeaky clean board. Oh, yeah. Jacob nice. likes
2: to uh, tune my board when I'm not looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: So I'm very spoiled. I obviously have a warehouse full of parts at my disposal, so I don't take care of my stuff at all. It must be nice. Be nice. <laughs> it is nice. I can tell you. That's one of the perks of the job. So New bearings like, every ride. <laughs> like i've like we actually made a video about how to like clean your bearings out and like i made this comment to ali while you were riding and i was like i was like you know what i've never cleaned my bearings
2: because i'm like i just go to the back and grab a new set and throw them away you know how much time i spend cleaning my bearings yeah i don't even like because it doesn't even matter to me because it's like (laughs) it's it's
1: so satisfying oh no absolutely it's yeah
2: we were cleaning the bearings for that video
0: yeah we you know we spent the whole not the whole day a few hours like taking them apart cleaning them all out for the video and it was a good time. I have to say, like, clean yeah. stuff is pretty good. Um, okay, so now we do have to talk about... So, okay, so you're saying gear drives. Gear you're drives. saying you've always ridden belts, so you're going to go with belts, I'm I guess. I'm sticking with belts. Yeah. I'm sticking with belts. I, so my I'm going to go with belts as well, but if I had to pick another a close second, I'd be picking direct drives just because they're, like, there's there's super quiet. There's literally zero maintenance and... I just like how low profile they are. So that's my second choice. But now we have to talk about wheels. Wheels. So Ooh, uh, what do you, so let's go with
2: like street wheels first.
0: What street do you guys, first. what do you guys like to ride? Okay.
2: So for street wheels, um, which is to be honest, is my preference are, are just street wheel or excuse me, not street wheels. Uh, I don't have a pre- preference for street wheels. I don't usually ride street wheels. I was thinking about all terrain. Okay. Go for it. So that's fine. So go for all yeah, terrain. no experience on uh street wheels. I don't really mess with those too much Too me. Uh, it doesn't, dampen the vibrations enough for me. Okay. Uh, That's why I choose uh, all terrain. And now when it comes to all terrain, I just stick to like six inches or six and a half inches. I don't usually go anything higher. Right now I am rocking seven inches, um, but we are doing some revisions to my board. Cool
0: and then jacob what do you ride
1: uh, my my daily is usually the six and a half Trampa nice. urban treads those Ooh. things yeah those are rad that's I cool jack yeah. up the psi to like 75 and absolutely rip on those past right. recommended are yeah
2: Pass recommended psi
1: yeah Ooh, i mean bold. big guy like me they they can <laughs> handle it yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: so
0: i so i like street wheels actually a lot i don't know there's like something about Why? being lower to the ground okay I feel like I have and I'll, it's probably not even true but I feel like I have more grip on the road hmm. which doesn't make, sense. doesn't make sense doesn't make sense at all I just think cuz I'm lower I feel like that mm, like it's like yeah. literally an inch lower it's like not that much lower but I just feel like I'm just a little bit lower and I have a little bit more I don't know why I feel like that way. It's so probably not even size, true. size, though? So I usually reach for the 85-millimeter blue Kaguama mm-hmm. wheels. Orangetang? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those things. I don't know what it is about them. I just like them. They're, first of all, they're the prettiest wheels I've ever seen.
1: For about one ride. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, I agree, That's Jacob. True. I agree, well, for real. In Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas. You're right yeah. about Terrible that. You're right about that. Terrible roads, right? Yeah. they yes. so dirty.
0: So that is true. They don't stay pretty forever, but... Like I got a whole stack
1: I, of them. That I just throw a new one on. No, no, no. I don't do that. With, I don't do that with my wheels. That's excessive. But,
0: but no. I, that's what I really like. And then for all terrains, I go with
1: like the smallest all terrains as I can, which is like six inches. Mm. It, it, you, for me, I, because I, I I like to change it up so much, I've got a stash of everything. So it really Literally. depends on what the ride is. So. Right. The the hardest decision for me is ah oh crap what wheels am I going to ride today? Right. How far yeah. do I have to go? What what's the terrain like? Is it a group ride? Is it downtown? Right. Blah blah blah. Where are we going to be? So you know. So so you either everybody kind of has their daily, but I don't I don't know that I really have a daily. Maybe I might last two weeks before I change the wheels.
2: Yeah, I've s- I've definitely uh, seen you go through wheels quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rubber doesn't last long. All right. So quick question though. Yeah. F- for um street wheels yep it does increase your top speed though right it it, it well can. It, it can so it just depends
0: in theory that this is always on right. paper right. the larger your diameter the faster you go now that's on paper in practice though your gearing ratio can mess with that your the your esc's ability is to actually push enough amperage through your motors to actually create that top speed that's where you're starting to get bottlenecks so in theory like 80 millimeter wheels will be slightly slower than 85 millimeter wheels, but when you go all the way up to like seven inches, now like you're not going to get that full, mm-hmm. like you're not going to realize that full potential of your wheels because your your electronics won't keep up. So right. that's in theory, but now, but the ranges though do are affected right out of the box. So like street wheels, you'll have a, lo- a longer range um, than all terrain. That's just I see. I like I see. If, pretty much all the di- all the different board companies, they'll show you two range ratings: one with street wheels, one with. Yeah. All terrain. And that's just how it goes. And I that's noticed. just that's pretty fair. Like that's okay. That's how it is. So um top speed though, it, it just depends on your gearing ratio, it depends on your electronics. But like usually Yeah, it's just also different. It
1: varies so much. It's, it varies
0: so much. I can't even give you a rule of thumb, actually. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable giving you a rule of thumb because it gotcha. just varies so much. Yeah. It really depends on your electronics, your exact board, and your gearing ratio. So um, so those are all the wheel choices. So if if you guys have any, uh, you know, I'll leave a comment down below what you like to ride, and we'll, you know, maybe we'll pin it or something, the comment or something. So we do have a couple more questions we got to get to. We have two more. Um, Carlo asks, will you ever get something for a three hundred to three hundred fifty dollar range? So like, I guess a, a kit com- or a board, or a complete. Um, board. The an- the short answer, no. We will not try to. We will not even attempt to put out a kit for three hundred fifty bucks. Can it be done? Sure. Is a kit worth buying? Probably Why not. not. Because because the the actual components we would need to like put in this kit would be very bad. Yeah. It would just be not worth it. Not at worth all. to me it's not worth three hundred and fifty bucks. Because what you could get for like five hundred, a hundred and fifty dollars more, it would be so much better than what you buy at three fifty. It's not even well it's crazy. How,
1: how much could you put together for three fifty? So if somebody came to you with a deck and they said, I got a deck, what Okay, else if can they you have
0: here? their own deck, you're you're doing okay. But like you'd be rocking like a six S battery. I don't know. Like, seriously, I don't Can't know. Even, it's, 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 it's so tough. like, it's, it's not Hubbers, worth it. It's not, It's just not worth it. I, I don't think it's worth it's it. And he's saying 300 to 350. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, like tough. it's really tough. And I, I just wouldn't want to put out something of that low quality. I, I don't know. I think five hundred is the absolute lowest that's even worth looking at.
2: Yeah, yeah I just spent like three fifty on a deck. <laughs>
0: on a deck alone, right? Yeah. Right. And yeah, like, easy. I got guys who are buying three hundred dollar, three hundred fifty dollar. batteries. There's wheels now that are yeah. four hundred. Yeah, dude. There's some rims for, out there that are crazy. all aluminum that are yeah. that are five hundred bucks. They're like wild so, looking, but so like to me the budget. There's there there's a lot of you know there's a lot of room, like there's a there's a big market for the for like the, the lower budget stuff, but 350 bucks is, is so low to the point where like, what cells are you really getting? Like what, like how Would long it is this thing gonna last? It.
2: Would it even be worth your Maybe it's buy. worth yeah. it for a week, <laughs> but
0: like if the thing dies like a week in, $350 doesn't seem yeah. worth it at all. So it's, to me, it's like the value is so much better if you spend just a little bit more money. So like, we won't do that. We won't do $350 builds. At makes all. sense, Make makes kits. sense. Even without a deck, I just, it just the electronics alone, it's
2: not worth really You even worth get
1: it. used for 350, nothing. I mean, you may- could, you maybe. might be able to get some used stuff. Yeah, actually maybe. that might, you That's know, that might be go. a better
2: suggestion for that person who answered the question. Yeah. Um, maybe they might want to look into getting a used board. Kind of board yeah. like. yeah. Yep, exactly. So,
0: um, uh, we have one more question and it's, so I guess the question, the answer to the question is no, we will not be getting a 350 dollars yeah. kit Negative. or board. Um, but yes, um, yeah, we won't be doing that just cause I don't think it's going to be worth it. Um, and then Alexander asks, when are you getting new batteries? And we kind of already talked about, like, the battery shortage already. So yeah. new batteries, as in an addition to our current lineup, um, I know we will be working on a 12S4P pretty soon. Um, I know, I think we'll probably end up bringing in a 12S2P. Wait, right now we have a 12S3P. That's our biggest battery. But I think we're going to be bringing in. We'll probably expand this lineup a little bit. But the problem is the cells, we can get them. But we can't get a ton of them. Yeah. So I buy them in batches of, like, Two to 3,000 cells at a time. And we got to kind of allocate ourselves in a smart way where they're not sitting on the shelf forever. forever. Yeah. Because then it doesn't make any sense. Like if I buy 100 12S3Ps and 10 12S4Ps and I'm selling way more of one kind than the other, it doesn't make, you know, I have to make, make it a smart move. So we have to allocate ourselves in a smart way. So new batteries, we probably won't be adding any new new batteries to our shop anytime soon. We'll we're probably lines like or like packs. Oh well. So he wasn't <laughs> specific about like the whether that means orientation or whether that means cells. Okay. Um, cells though, I would love to do a whole line of P42A cells. Yeah. So we have a 40T option and a P42A option. Yeah. Um Honestly, I don't know if it makes sense to carry both. I think if we were to upgrade our packs, we would just go to P42As. That seems like they give a little bit more range and they, they have a better output. It seems like that's the standard right now for for battery packs at the moment.
2: Definitely, so, um, that's what I'm leaning mean, towards for my build right now. Or
0: don't get me wrong, 40T's are very very good and like most people won't really they won't care. Like it doesn't matter. Like most people won't take full advantage of a P42A or a 40T even, so it doesn't really matter. Like they're both very 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 good cells, but you know, those the, the P42A's do edge out the 40T's a little bit, so we'll probably switch to those eventually. Um, but I don't want anyone to think that a 40T is so inferior, it's not worth right. buying either. Oh, like, yeah, that's, no, it's still a great sell. It's still a great yeah, sell. Yeah. Great. Yeah. There's a lot of sells like that. Um, yeah. So I think that that's our last question of the day. Um, I'm not sure actually. Maddie, how much time do, have we been talking for? Uh, about 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Okay. So not we have bad. one okay. more. We have one more. Uh, I have time for like one more quick story. So the East. So this is you, you're not on the schedule. So you guys aren't really expecting Uh-oh. it. But so our podcast is called Eastgate Exchange. And I want to talk about what Eastgate Exchange used to be. Ah. (laughs) Um, It's actually one of my other failed businesses, so they don't always all hit. So Eastgate Exchange was an idea I had to kind of set up a all-in-one peer-to-peer marketplace for used parts. So like that guy who's asking about $350, I would just say, hey, go over to Eastgate Exchange, try to to buy used parts there. I, I figured that having an actual dedicated marketplace would be better than having like eBay over here, Facebook over there, the forums over here. I felt like bringing it all under one roof would be kind of cool. Kind of like
2: a B and H for photography, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, they might do, I don't know if they're peer to peer.
2: Oh, I do know they sell used gear but i don't think they're
0: peer-to-peer. yeah I, I was trying to make it like an ebay for electric skateboard stuff nice. so like if there was any disputes then someone looking at each case would understand what electric skateboard stuff was yeah. so they could actually make a decision on like cases stuff like that so i felt like it would be like bring it all one under one place i thought it was a really good idea, was a good idea. i was on you were on it yeah i sold a bunch of stuff on it um but the problem was that it was super expensive to run the site like the actual software side of things costs like two to $300 a month to run it. And wow. I was just like, I was just losing money for like, I lost money on it for like <laughs> eight months. <laughs> like I ended up losing like Ooh. a couple thousand bucks doing it. But I, I was going to give it a shot. I was like, let me give it six, seven months, maybe a little bit longer, see if I can get this thing to grow. And at the end of the day, it just it's just not as easy. It was just easier yeah. to post your stuff on Facebook. It's easier to post your stuff on eBay. So I just like, it just didn't pan out. That's a bummer. So I ended up making the decision to close it and um and it's okay you know every not yeah. everything works out so yeah but i felt i felt like the name was just good and enough. the name was perfect the name was cool the
2: yep. logo was cool too the logo is yep.
0: cool too and i'm just like and i've seen a bunch of different podcasts called whatever exchange because they exchange ideas exchange right. topics so i'm like you know what i'm gonna recycle this i'm like i don't want my logos to die i worked hard on them so i'm like you know what let's nice. Let's just, uh, you know, we'll add it to that. We'll use it as a a podcast.
1: Phoenix that rises out of the (laughs) the attic. So so this podcast
0: literally is kind of, at least it's called this because of a failed business idea that just didn't work. Um, I, I would maybe want to revisit this one day in the future if we can get the operating costs lower. And I wasn't trying to make a ton of money on it. I was just trying to like literally break even.
1: You know, there's sites that just use social media to do it. Maybe, maybe that's the direction. Yeah. Instead so maybe we'll do,
0: site. maybe we'll do our own yeah. Facebook group or something. I don't know what we'll do, but yeah. we'll figure something out
2: or not. Like I do think a peer to peer market would be yeah. really yeah. beneficial Ooh. for Eastgate yeah. just because there's so many used parts that are for sale. I know I've got a few parts that i ordered incorrectly that are just brand new. Yep. I can just get rid of real quick.
0: Yep. And I know like M boards, we have racks and racks of like returns that like they're not new we can't sell them as new. They all have like cosmetic wear. And I'd love to have, like, an actual outlet to sell all this uh, stuff. Yeah. So we're we're going to figure something out. Um, Right now, tentatively, we're going to have, like, a garage sale in, like, February. I just have, like, list all of our, like, slightly used Ooh, stuff online. Good idea. I'm going to yeah. start saving. I know so what yeah, parts I'm I want I'm going to be shopping. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I figure, I mean, we'll do, like, I feel like that might be our only other, you know, sale other sale, than Black yeah. Friday. But they'll all be used stuff. Like, it won't be, like, brand new or anything. But anyways. it's 350 again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, three fifty. Yeah. yeah,
2: maybe. Oh but yeah, you know what? That might even be a project I'll start. Try to buy like all used parts with only three fifty. Yeah, you maybe know what? we can do a video of that. You know
0: what? I've seen. I, I don't like know. I don't like. There's this. Uh, there's a YouTube channel called Linus Tech Tips. I don't know if you guys oh, have ever watched. Him. Linus is super cool. So great. I, I honestly strive to to try to get our business. Oh man. As cool as his. Every I just day. want to be as cool as him. But, but <laughs> they they do a they do a series called uh, Scrapyard Wars. And they all have they separated teams and they go and they buy all their computer components used and then they build them build their boards or build their or I guess they build their computers and at the end they compare what they've done with the money that they were given and then whoever has a better or faster computer just wins. Wow! And I thought it might be a good a good series idea about just doing that with electric skateboards. I don't know definitely
2: definitely so, all in caps we should do that yeah,
0: Challenge. So, yeah <laughs> yes. so I would just have to find someone who knows how to build skateboards who wants to be part of that other team we'd okay. have to give them some kind of an allowance I mean if they you know they have to buy the parts they have to go and get them order them whatever they want to do again are the, we
2: um gonna do a time limit on that yes yeah, so there like would
0: be a time limit there would be a time limit and then there would be like you know some kind of scoring Rubric where like top speed you get certain amount of points, range gets certain amount of points, and then like what it looks like get a certain amount of points. And they do the same type of thing like you know they'll they'll do all their different like benchmark tests for their computers, and that gets them a certain amount of points. And then they also it has to look something look nice, and then they have a judge come in and like award points based on like appearance. So I think it'd be kind of a fun idea for a video.
2: Um, knowing I don't know. me, I don't know. I, I'm well. It's definitely gonna be a fun idea. I think I might fail though. <laughs> I'm very impatient. I'll probably spend like the whole entire budget on just like shipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it
0: would, So it would definitely be an interesting <laughs> idea. So I don't know. That's kind of like that's mm-hmm. what the podcast is for, just to kind of uh, you know shoot some ideas around. Them. What do you guys think about that? Um, but anyways, that's that's pretty much it. I just wanted to like talk about how e, e- Skate Exchange originally was a failure and now hopefully turns into something a little bit cooler than. A website that doesn't work anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Although if you go to that website now, it just kind of forwards to our show information. So anyways, thank you guys so much for watching um, the third episode of Eastgate Exchange. We will see you guys again on next Friday um, for our fourth episode. So we will figure out... Pizza day. Pizza. Awesome (laughs) pizza day. Yeah, if you guys guys made it all the way to the end, comment pizza because we always know, you know, always know you actually made it all the way to the end. So, Jacob, thank you for coming in on a Wednesday to come and shoot this with us really quick. Ali, thank you for being on camera, even though you don't necessarily like (laughs) to be on camera. I appreciate you. I
2: am better behind the camera.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I appreciate you guys, and and thank you guys for watching. This show obviously isn't possible or isn't worth doing without you guys watching. So um, have a good rest of your guys' day. Have a good rest of your weekend, and uh, we will see you in the next one.